Brooklyn, 2014. Amid the rats and the whores of a burnt-down old museum town in its old age, the Mouse Rants podcast was a star in its own right. A beacon for the Walt Disney World-obsessed elite. The time is now, on an evening very much like the one we have just witnessed. Tonight's episode of Mouse Rants is somewhat unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. Mouse Rants contains strong language and adult situations often assumed as inappropriate and offensive and is no way encouraged for the whiny crybabies who feel that being a tattletale and complaining to management is the only way to get what they want. Even Rod Serling was an avid proponent of anti-censorship and think all of you pussies are pathetic. If you believe to be one of these big mouth stool pigeons or if you are under 18, please take the service elevator to the exit now. We invite those who are left, if you dare, to step aboard, because in tonight's episode, you are the star. And this elevator travels directly to... Mouse Rants. Hello, welcome, welcome, welcome to Mouse Rams, episode 8. Hi everybody, well, flu season is upon us, and it seems that everybody I know, including myself and Simone, are sick. Fun times, right? So, the episode that we were supposed to record uh, did not come to fruition this week. However, I will not leave you lonely. Um, I do have some of that Comic-Con audio. I decided, well, we could have done the Big Hero 6 and the Tomorrowland, but, you know, Big Hero 6 is coming out in less than a month, and Tomorrowland's not going to be till somewhere in 2015, so I figured, you know what, let's put out that the, uh, the audio from that panel. Uh, so I have that for you. Uh, I'm going to do that after what I have planned. Anyway, I'm not going to talk a lot in this episode because, uh, well, my voice is pretty much fucked and, uh, I'm feeling like shit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to read some hate mail today. And as everybody knows, it doesn't actually physically have to be hate mail to be hate mail. If that makes sense, just call that, um, just any questions, concerns, well, I guess not concerns, you know, any questions or inquiries, which is the same thing as a question, so why would I repeat that? Who fucking knows? Uh, comments, ideas, whatever you got to say, throw it through the hate mail. Again, that's mouserants.wix.com slash mouserants. Um, go to our Facebook page. You can comment over there as well. Um, just type in mouserants, and we'll fucking come up. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well, that's wonderful. I'm going to start. With, uh, I don't know. I didn't put this in any specific order. I'm just going to read the first one that comes up here. Um, Alrighty. This is from Jeff. 
Hey guys, have you ever tried drinking around the world? If so, any recommendations? Maybe I should have done some research beforehand. No, yes, I've definitely tried drinking around the world. In fact, we actually have an episode coming up um, in a few weeks, maybe maybe actually in a month, I don't know. We definitely have something on the docket for drinking around the world, so keep that in mind. Um, so I'm not going to get too much into it, but recommendations... Yeah, uh, absolutely, I have recommendations. See, when I drink around the world, I don't like to just drink beer. I think beer gets very old after a while. So um, I like to mix it up. I like to literally just get whatever uh, the popular drink is in the country. When I say that, I mean, you know, in France and, and Italy, you got to go for the wine. Um, in China, I like to go for the plum wine also. Um than in, you know, in the countries that are more beer-oriented, like Germany, and of course the UK, I get their local beer, um, of course, if you, you gotta get a margarita in Mexico, I mean, it's pretty standard, I mean, I know you want specific things, but we'll get into that when I do the drinking around the world, but that's how I like to do it, because it mixes things up a bit, and plus, you I mean, you're, you're carrying around, like, for instance, when you go to Germany, there's not a fucking lot to do. I guess the same thing goes for when you're in America because you can't bring the drink into the show. So you got to get the drink after the show, but there's nothing to do in the in the American Pavilion unless it's like during Food and Wine or um, Flower and Garden when they have the concert series. So basically you're carrying a fucking giant Sam Adams because that's really the only thing you can get that's American. <laughs> and Or Bud if you want to drink piss water. Um, and then you carry, you're carrying this giant fucking Sam Adams into Japan, it's fucking pointless, so I like to, to mix it up, um, because otherwise you're gonna be carrying a shitload of fucking beer with you as you walk around the countries, um, anyway, that's my advice, uh, so thanks, Jeff, and keep listening, because we got fucking Drinking Around the World episode coming up, so, uh, next I got, uh, Kristen, my husband and I have never been to Jelly Rolls, Sorry. What do you want me to do about that? Now, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much fun is it? It's a fucking stupid question, Kristen. Come on. On a scale of 1 to 10? How am I supposed to judge it like that? I guess it depends on the day. Oh, there's a second part to that question. Is it something you can do every trip? Okay. So, Kristen. Awesome. Thanks for writing in. Your question is still pretty fucking dumb. Uh, I mean... Okay, look. Sometimes it's a 9... And then other times, it could be, I don't know, a three. The reasoning is because fucking sometimes, usually, it's amazing. It's a lot of fun. They play the room. They fucking, you know, basically, you, you write down what song you want to hear. You throw in a little tip in there, and you, you slide it on the piano. And they will play. They usually know pretty much every song. And it's great. A lot of fun. Uh, you just gotta keep throwing out dollars. So instead of, you know, having a chick take her goddamn top off and, you know, wiggle her tits in your face at a strip club, you're giving the guy a dollar to play a song. Eh, it lasts a little bit longer, and you don't have to fucking walk out with a crazy heart on, you know what I mean? So it's not bad. You're not getting blue balls. You're listening to music. Hooray. Uh, the problem is that sometimes it's cast member night. Um... So I would ask the guy at the door before you pay your fucking uh, 10, 15 bucks or whatever it is to get in. It used to be, it used to be 10, I think now it's 15, uh, maybe 12, who knows. Um, before you pay the money, I'd ask the guy, as a cast member night tonight? If they say why, you can tell them this, because <laughs> basically what happens is um, on a couple of occasions, it wasn't just once, 
um, maybe actually on two or three occasions I've gone there during cast member night, there is a huge issue. If they know any of the cast members, which they usually do, they will play to them and only to them for the entire fucking night. They will entertain them because they know them and they're just fucking around with them. They completely forget about everyone else in the room. It's douchey and that's just the way it is. Um, again, it's not to say it happens all the time. It's happened uh, two or three occasions that I've fucking been there. It was really annoying. I wasted my fucking money. I was annoyed as shit because I slipped them fucking my song with fucking five dollar tip which you know, i guess i had money at the time but i remember giving them a five dollar tip i don't have money anymore i'll tell you that much and they didn't fucking play my song and it wasn't just that it's just that they weren't even like reacting to anyone else in the audience they were just like ah here's a joke i don't know they just kept throwing jokes out at the fucking table that inside jokes and they were all laughing at each other and everyone else was kind of like all right whatever I don't know it fuck it was it wasn't a good time so but that's not normally the case I've been to jelly rolls a shitload of times and for the most part it's that nine um if you want to do it on a scale of one to ten but you know you you will hit that that shitty day every once in a while if they happen to you know be friends with people um Again, if you just avoid cast member night, it probably won't happen, um, and you'll have a great time. The good thing is you get free popcorn or pretzels or nuts or whatever salty thing they want to feed to you so you drink more. Um, but, you know, free shit is not bad. It's like going to your local bar. Again, free food. <laughs> Yay. And is this something I can do on every trip? Yeah, it is. Uh, Kristen, thanks for writing in. That was awesome. Okay, what's next? Uh, Tobias. Oh, like the never nude. Um, what we got here? I love these commentaries you and Simone have been throwing into your episodes lately. Hey, thanks. Are you thinking about doing more? Actually, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been getting a lot of really fucking good feedback with these commentaries. This was actually something I decided to do just because I didn't have a lot of time. And, I don't know, it just seemed like something I could throw in and I wouldn't have to edit because... I, I, you know, if I tried to edit it, it would fucking fuck up the video, or audio in your case, um, so, that was that, and I don't know, for some reason, people fucking loved it, the, um, from the princess battle, uh, to what we did last week with the, um, uh, travel planning video, people downloaded it like crazy, so fuck yeah, yeah, so yeah, we're definitely gonna do more of the commentaries, in fact, we're actually, uh, possibly gonna actually have a separate, well, it's gonna be under the same, uh, feed, but we're going to have separate things uh, every once in a while we'll throw out for you uh, Mouse Rant's commentaries uh, where we might actually do commentaries on movies. Now the only thing is I can't actually put the movies up on YouTube because of reasons I'm sure you all know so it would be the audio and you know, well, if you have the DVD, if you don't have the DVD, well I guess you're fucked, but like, let's say we did like Snow White and we did our Mouse Rant's commentary on Snow White. What you would do is uh, throw in your DVD get to the the very beginning, you know, rewind it to the beginning of the thing after all the FBI warnings and bullshit, and then we'll say, like, the same thing we did before, one, two, three, play! And, uh, and yeah, something like that. We're, we're still coming up with uh, the concept and figuring out how we want to do it, but uh, people are really loving the commentary, so thanks, Tobias. Like, we'll, yeah, you'll be hearing a lot more commentaries from us, because um, you'll love them. <laughs> all right, what's next here? Uh, Greg. All right. All right, Greg. Fucking Greg with two Gs, man. Like, 
if you're Greg with two G's, that means your name isn't actually Gregory, right? Because it wouldn't it wouldn't be Gregory, Gregory, right? So your name was just Greg, like your parents named you Greg with two G's. I don't know. I don't know where the second G comes from, man. Uh, so yeah, if you want to write back and let me know how that fucking came about, let me know. Anyway, so Greg writes. With the oversaturation, ooh, big word for my fans, <laughs> of Frozen in the media, social networking, and in all the Disney parks, what do you think the staying power of the franchise really is? Do you think we have another Little Mermaid on our hands? Love the show and the fact that you don't really give a fuck about what people think. Absolute respect. Keep them coming. Thanks, Greg. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, first of all, agreed about the oversaturation. Um, yeah, I mean, the problem is this. Anything that's so oversaturated becomes what we call a fad and um, just dies out eventually, unfortunately, because I liked Frozen. I really did when it came out. I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the movie. Uh, of course, except for the one plot hole we've discussed many times with the trolls. Um, my biggest fucking problem is that they just won't. Uh, I'm not going to say it. You know, <laughs> they won't stop. How about that? Um, fucking just throwing it at you. I mean, look at how many people don't give a shit anymore. Uh, the only fucking fad that really had staying power at all was, was Pokemon. And, and that even surprised me. I mean, it's stupid Pokemon freaking... It died for a little bit, and it came back with a fucking vengeance. I mean, that's all thanks to the video games. It started as a video game, and it continued as video games. Nintendo really did fucking do some shit with that. You know, that's in the minority. Basically, like, okay, think about it. What what else was oversaturated? I don't know. Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. Stitch was fucking everywhere. Now, when it first came out, I don't think that they knew what they had in their hands, but the second they realized that fucking, you know how adorable Stitch was, uh, they were like, fuck, man, let's throw them everywhere, at least in the parks, and people hated it. People fucking hated it, and nobody wanted to see Stitch anymore. Now, I think he's making some sort of a recovery now, but, you know, that's, you know, again, in the minority. You know, luckily, fucking somehow they saved that franchise, uh, because, you know, Leroy and Stitch wasn't really, I don't know, helping <laughs> but, um, yeah, Frozen, I think, is falling into the category of it's just way too fucking much. It really is. Like, it's way too fucking much. People are already annoyed. Think about how many people hate that fucking movie now because of the Let It Go bullshit and because of fucking just the incredible nonsense. It's, it's, oh, they're going to close Maelstrom and they're going to put a Frozen ride in. They're gonna. I mean, they're just killing it. They really are. And not in a good way. They're fucking killing the movie. You know, and, and yeah, they're going to bring it to Broadway. That might help it a little bit. I don't know. Or it might kill it completely. We'll see what happens. All I know is that it, they're, they're really fucking the chicken on this one. But, you know, that's just my opinion. It doesn't mean that's what's going to happen. You know, so do I think that Frozen is another Little Mermaid? No. I think Little Mermaid's amazing, and I think the Little Mermaid will stand the test of time. I think Frozen will die out eventually. And, again, that's unfortunate. I mean, the other thing is Little Mermaid is 2D, beautiful, hand-drawn animation where Frozen just looks like porcelain dolls dancing around in the snow. I, I'm sorry. I fucking hate CGI fucking animation unless it's done by Pixar because fucking it just for some reason everybody looks goddamn porcelain. I hate this fucking look. It's stupid. It's fucking wooden. They don't move correctly. All the little 
you know, bits and pieces of fucking heart and soul that went into each fucking cell of Little Mermaid and Lion King, you know, and there was a little combination of digital stuff going on in there, and it was fun, it was, you know, it worked that way, but when it's like 100% computer drawn, it's, it's never going to be the same kind of flowing beauty as hand-drawn animation, and, you know, it's been said a million times before, I think that they really made the the wrong decision in closing down the animation studios because they they haven't made anything that looked good. I mean, in a while, of course, you know, Princess and the Frog looked great. You know, I mean, it was it was kind of like this like we're building back towards hand drawn, and then they're like, meh, computer animation again. Here you go, whatever. Anyway, Frozen, fuck them. <laughs> What's next? Um. Okay, so Jr. or Junior, I don't know, one of them, Jr. Uh, you guys make me laugh at things I shouldn't be laughing at. I love it. Thanks, I guess. I don't know if that's a compliment. Um, by the way, who does your theme song? That would be Street Army Gospel. Street Army Gospel does the theme song. Punk band. Yeah, not around anymore, though. Sorry. You can check them out. I think they have uh, what, three CDs. Fucking Streets Are Dead Without Us. Those are big hit. Anyway, um, let's see what's next. Jackie. Hi, Jackie. A girl. Ooh. Uh, dear Jerry. Oh, and it's to me only, apparently. Uh, dear Jerry, in episode five, you and Simone talked about the possible name changes to Hollywood Studios. Well, it looks like that is probably going to happen. I know, because I'm always right. Um, I heard through the grapevine that they are thinking of renaming it to Disney's Hollywood Adventure. Yep. How would you feel about this name? Also, how do you feel the absence of a studio is going to affect the park. Let me answer the second part of your question first. How do I feel about the absence of a studio? I mean, look, they haven't had a studio in forever. They haven't had a working one, at least, in forever. Um, I did like the studio feel. I think that that was perfect for, you know, MGM. I, I, I loved it. I, I love the fact that fucking you you walk in there and it's fucking, you know, you're, you're, you're backstage at a studio and that's what all the attractions were about. It taught you about making of movies and stuff. I mean, fuck, that's why I went to film school. Look, I loved fucking MGM Studios back in the day. I loved it. It was my favorite park. Uh, it, it, it's just so sad about what happened to it. I mean, think about all the attractions that were there. You had Monster Sound Show. They taught you about Foley work. I think we talked about this on a podcast before, but whatever. You had... Um, uh, Superstar Television, they taught you about the TV production, the backstage tour about, you know, wardrobe and everything. There's the animation studios. I know I'm just going around and around. Indiana Jones, stunts, da da da. Slowly but surely, things started dissipating and getting ripped out. And the Monster Sound Show gets replaced by stupid fucking Sounds Dangerous. ABC Television goes away and becomes Doug Live and fucking, like, I don't know. Like, everything just fucking got replaced by something that didn't have anything to do with the production of film or TV, and, and it just it wasn't a studio. So how do I think it's going to affect the park? It won't. It, the park's been dead for, for a long time. They've got some great rides. I, I do still love the rides that are there, but there's no theming. Like, it, they're trying. Like, when you, Hollywood Boulevard, Sunset Boulevard, that's great. But once you get to Echo Lake and fucking commissary and, and now Pixar like nothing really fits anymore it doesn't work the ride the, the attractions aren't there so I mean I don't think it's really going to affect it in any way but a positive way because we are getting a different park and right now we have 
no direction park. And I don't like a no direction park. I need a direction in my fucking parks. <laughs> in a Disney park, at least, you need a direction. And, and I'm glad that they're going in this route, actually. Because I, I can't I can't fucking deal with saying, hey, we're, this is a fucking back lot, but it's not. It's nothing. It's empty. It's sad. Um, and about the name... Disney's Hollywood Adventure. So what? They're trying to say Disney's California Adventure. It's the same fucking thing. I mean, that's lame. Whatever. I, I hope that's not the case. But it probably is the case, so whatever. As long as they don't bring Cars Land over, I'll be okay. Because fucking... Fuck Cars Land. I don't give a shit about how cool the rides are. Why, can't, can't we have cool rides based on something else? I don't... You know, we don't need duplicate fucking parks. I don't understand why people want that. Why does anybody want duplicate? Go to fucking California if you want Cars Land. Come to fucking Florida for fucking Star Wars land, right? Yay. Thanks, Jackie. Uh, what's next? Uh, Nate. I'm looking at a lot of curse words. Let's see. What the fuck? It sounds like me talking. Huh, I'm going to read it like me. No, um, Nate. What the fuck? I was at WDW last week, and I was unable to ride Toy Story Mania on my only day at the studios. Ooh, another studios question. This is fucking bullshit. And then I find out from Twitter that this was just some fucking test? Yep, I know what he's referring to. So I didn't get to ride the most popular ride in the fucking park because they wanted to fucking test out FastPass Plus. Fuck this shit. Fuck Disney. This is the shit we get with the Iger administration. And then one more fuck. Okay, Nate. Uh, you trying to be me? That's that's great. Luckily, I'm sick and cannot read it with the same vigor that I normally do. Um, but, yeah, fucking... Well, first of all, you could have gone to Toy Story Mania uh, with a fast pass. Uh, I know if you didn't book it ahead of time, fine. But apparently, from what I heard, there were fast passes available throughout the day. Uh, but I do understand your frustration because, you know, this, this whole fast pass plus only bullshit is bad news really bad fucking news like if they actually go through with this this is some fucking bullshit <laughs> the people who book it are going to be people who have resort stay um of course you know they keep a couple open during the day they say but fuck that it's going to be gone right away you know so and if they have no standby line for an attraction that's fucking ridiculous i mean like how do you have no standby line? That's that that's insanity. Like, how do you pay to get into a theme park and then you go to the attraction you want to go to and it's you know you can't go unless you have fast pass. But all the fast passes are gone. Too fucking bad. I mean, I came here for the, too bad. But can I just wait online? Nope. Well, how long is the wait? 3 hours. I'll still wait the three. too fucking bad. No, nope. get out. No mas. Like that's fucking bullshit, man. That is absolute fucking cuntiness right there. I can't. I, I mean, I really hope that this is not what they're trying to do. But yeah, for uh, what was I forgot it was last week or the week before. I don't even know when I got this email. Um, that's what they were doing. This weird test, and they just didn't tell anybody. So people got all excited. They went to fucking Toy Story Mania, and it was closed. And uh, my new friend Nate here apparently got fucked in the situation. And I don't know if there was none available or what the situation was. Cause he didn't write it, but. Yeah, I mean, that sucks. I mean, I can't even imagine getting there and being all excited and being like, yeah, I'm going to go on this ride, and you can't get on it. You know, you can't even wait on the line. That's, I mean, that's that's dumb. That's fucking dumb. I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I don't like what they're doing, and I don't like what 
could possibly happen in the future because then it becomes this weird elitist bullshit where you have to have a fucking you have to be staying at the Disney Resort to actually ride attractions that everyone should be able to ride. Uh, uh, that's to me a little fishy. So sorry that happened to you, Nate. What's next? Uh, Dennis the Trucker. Oh, he had to give himself a suffix. Hello, Dennis the Trucker. Um, how the hell did you like that travel video so much? Oh, I guess he's referring to uh, last week's episode. I think the creators were stoned when they made it. Although I love that you caught the Streetmosphere character shouting, You cunt. Thanks for pointing that out to us. The show is great. Can't wait to hear next week's episode. All right, well, you know, you're welcome for the cunt line. I mean, that was pretty fucking obvious. He screams it. Um, but uh, why did I like the video? Because it was awesome. I mean, fucking, what would you rather see? Just the freaking the 19 minute video of them just kind of breezing you around the parks and then telling you about magic uh, my magic plus no I, I like that they actually had characters that brought you around and they talked to you and you got to see a little bit more you know now they just like here are the highlights done here are the highlights done you know and they go through each fucking little park real quick you know i mean if i want to see that i'll watch stacy and the fucking must do or the top seven or whatever the fuck she's doing now you know, and, and that's what I'd watch if I want to see something quick like that. But I don't. I want to see a nice hour-long video of people fucking walking around the parks and, and having a good time. And that makes me want to go. I'm like, shit, they're having fun. I want to have fun too. But, like, I don't want to hear freaking people's little stories. I don't want to, you know, see the non-actors, like, you know, interviewing them because they're always just really terrible. And, I mean, I guess that could be funny in another way, but usually it's just sad. I don't know. Not my thing. I like the, the, the fucking Luke video, I guess I call it, or the Luke and Dave video, because that's really what it is. Um, thanks, Dennis. Well, I'm starting to lose my voice. How many do I got left? Uh, I'll do three more. No, I'll do two more. No, I'll do three more. All right. <laughs> One of them is real short. All right. Uh, Brendan. Jerry and Simone. Simone's not here right now, but hopefully she we can uh, get her to answer this for you another time. But what is your favorite background music in the park? What background music do you just hate? All right. Uh, my favorite background music in the park, I guess, would have to be, um, I don't know, maybe Interventions. Like, I, I, I do, I like the... That song is, you know, a staple of, of the Interventions uh, background track. Uh, what background music do I hate? Um, well, I can't fucking... Well, when Wonders of Life was there, I fucking hated that new age nonsense that they were playing it just always drove me up a fucking wall oh wait i have another favorite too um i fucking like the well i don't even know if they still play it there but what they had at camp many mickey uh the guitar they had this like like acoustic guitar versions of different like disney songs it sounded like a a campfire thing i don't know if they play that where like uh, lion king is now or whatever but that was awesome um okay so what do i hate uh, oh yeah, I'm not too fond of the Liberty Square shit either. I don't know. I'm not. I don't, I'm not a fan of that colonial American music or whatever. It's just, eh, whatever. There's a lot of fucking good ones though. <laughs> this is one thing I cannot really complain about. The music in Disney World is fucking phenomenal. Um, but yeah, uh, Wonders of Life and I guess Liberty Square. Ah, not my thing. All right, what's next? Uh, Antonia. Ooh, another girl. Um, worst Disney movie and go. All right. Uh, that's easy. Home on the Range. That movie sucked. There's nothing worse than it. Nothing. I would rather watch The Black Hole on a loop for a week than watch 10 minutes of Home on the Range. 
That movie's terrible. All right. Finally, Rob. All right. Being that you guys seem to hate so many of the changes as of late, when does it become too much? I'm starting to get to the point of just forgetting Walt Disney World as a vacation destination. That rhymed. When will you get to this point too with one O? That too should be spelled T O O. Um, Rob, learn how to fucking learn your two two and two. T W O is the number. T O O T O O O T O O is also, and T O is like if you're going to somewhere or if you're talking to someone. Um, yeah, okay. So meh, never. <laughs> I don't know. Look, fucking, I see a lot of dumb shit. Like for instance. There's the uh, the save off kilter Facebook shit. Like these people are saying the off kilter is the only reason they had annual passes and that they're not renewing it now because they canceled off kilter. That's dumb. I loved off kilter. You've heard how much I fucking hated the fact they took it away. But is that gonna stop me from renewing my annual pass? No. In fact, it didn't because I just renewed it not that long ago. So stop your bullshit. That's not true. People saying they're going to boycott Disney because of stupid little things, like they're taking shit away or whatever. Oh, they closed the Backlot Tour that I never cared about. I'm not coming to Disney ever again. Shut up. They closed the Maelstrom. I've only ridden it twice, but I'm really upset, so I'm never coming back. Stop. I loved all those attractions. I, well, I loved the Backlot Tour once a long time ago. Now I'm glad it's gone. Um, but Maelstrom fucking wrote it all the time. I love that fucking attraction. Most people who fucking start talking about how they're pissed that it's gone have never even ridden it before or it's not the people who actually give a shit about Disney that say they're going they've had enough or they're boycotting or whatever the fuck it is like this rob piece of shit cuz I know he's probably one of these motherfuckers. It, it's it's usually the fuck it's usually people who don't fucking know what the fuck they're talking about because Disney's not just about one attraction or ten attractions even it's about the entire feeling of the whole fucking place and I'm not gonna get all fucking Lumangelo on you here so I'm just saying no I'm not gonna fucking boycott Disney I will rant about it instead on this podcast and I'll complain but of course I'm gonna go back because I fucking enjoy the fucking place so suck you all <laughs> i'm not fucking boycotting i'm not gonna just not renew my passes well now i'm only gonna i'm only gonna go every once in a while fuck that i'm still gonna go just as much as i always did and i'm gonna enjoy it i might not enjoy certain aspects but then certain aspects i will once they you know put something good in which they should be soon so there you go. All right. So that's the hate mail for today. Um, yes, uh, anybody who I haven't gotten to, either you fucking didn't send me anything good or uh, I just didn't fucking feel like getting it to it today. Or it was to Simone. There's a lot, it was a bunch of stuff to Simone, but she's, you know, sick, just like I am. Um, and, yeah, didn't get to answer it. I'll let her answer it next week or whenever we do hate mail again. So what I have for you now is uh, the audio from Comic-Con. Uh, from the Tomorrowland panel. Now, of course, I did not put the clips of the movie in. Um, there is at least one clip shown that nobody's seen before, except for the people at that panel. I cannot put that on here. Uh, but people talking, there's nothing wrong with that, so you will be getting that audio. I have cut out some things. Uh, there was some extremely loud cheering uh, some that went on for a while when certain things happened. I cut it down or completely took it out because you don't need to get your ears blown out and... You know, you know, I, I hate fucking listening to 
certain podcasts when they play audio and then all of a sudden you hear fucking clapping for like 15 minutes. It's boring as shit. So I cut it down to like a few seconds or like less even. <laughs> um, sometimes I, I cut some of the laughter too because they make a joke and people are laughing for a long time. Also loudly, I didn't want to blow out your ears so I, I cut that out too. Um, sometimes you'll hear random cuts. It's either that or it's they played a clip that I, I can't uh, put on here. Um, there's no audio here that I'm not allowed to play. So I'm going to play the audio now. I'll come back at the end of this just to say goodbye. I hope you fucking enjoy it and learn a little bit about Tomorrowland. And, uh, yeah. Enjoy. Um, alright. Uh, I would now like to transition into the next uh, major thing that we have to show you guys today. This one called Tomorrowland. So I would now like to bring out uh, the producer, Damon Lindelof. And
hanging out and talking about what we were doing next. And then he brought up this project, and it sounded really cool to me. So there you go. And not a drunk. He signed the thing, and then he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, did you guys actually bring anything to show? You have stuff to show. I don't know. I, I, I think we should show something. I mean, this. This, this, is, a, this, is, a, this is a great opportunity for. But not showing anything has worked so well for us. What if this was just a little panel? You guys were like, thanks. The surprise is that no one's here and there's no clips. <laughs> if, if we were conceivably to show them the, the teaser for the movie, the first, uh, the first preview, the first coming attraction, technically speaking, this audience here would be the first in the world. <laughs> the first, this still image of a poster. Yeah, that's So Mike, do I have to pin you down and choke it out of you, or is there anything you want to tell about the story that you can that you can give away? Uh, <laughs> well, I, I think what we can say is, and, and uh, this isn't me uh, being evasive or just narrowing what we just saw, but but clearly there's this pin uh, uh, that this uh, this young woman uh, whose character's name is Casey uh, comes into contact with. She sees this place. And one of the movies that Brad and I uh, and Jeff talked a lot about when we were um, thinking about this movie was Close Encounters of the Third Kind, mm -hmm. one of our favorite movies, and this idea that it was essentially a discovery movie, uh, that the exciting idea of seeing something and being inspired by it. Yeah, being implanted with a vision and then pursuing that vision, you know. And uh, so that's kind of how the movie takes off. Yeah, and, and, and so now the movie is really about this character. She saw this thing. Uh, she's not entirely sure that she saw it. She wants to know more about it, and she's going to need help in order to find it. And uh, I think we'll we'll talk a little bit more about it. We have to we have to fill like half an hour, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, she reaches over and she touches it, and then just oh, and she meets this guy. It's crazy. Um, but I but I do think uh, we we actually um, we have given pins to all of uh, all of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> And my understanding is the important question in everyone's mind is how does the movie end? Happily, it's a happy good. I think actually we could probably try to take some information out of some of the actors who will be joining us. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring out Rafi Cassidy, Britt Robertson, and Hugh Laurie. That's a very impressive bow. That's a stage bow. I already heard it out of Hugh Laurie backstage. I was like, oh, just went down wormhole. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk to Rappy for a second. Uh, Rappy, are, are, are you a are you a good character or a bad character? What do you? What do you...
Oh, I'm a good kid. that's questionable. <laughs> what, how did you get involved with the project and, uh, and, and what, can you, what can you say? I can say nothing. <laughs> I got involved because uh, these two fine gentlemen sitting uh, at the end of the table uh, asked if I would go and hear a story they had to tell. And they told it to me. I have absolutely no memory of the storytelling part of it, but I just remember their piercing eyes and their friendly demeanor. And you know, what they did was they described to me an attitude, a way of thinking about life and specifically about the future that had simply never occurred to me. I never heard anybody articulate this idea, either as a subject for a movie or even as a, as a way of thinking about the world. And I left that meeting completely Again, I say with no memory of the actual story that they told me, but, but I did leave thinking, these guys are, are onto something really exceptional here, something incredibly powerful and uplifting. And uh, I'm not an easily uplifted person, uh, because I'm English. <laughs> but I left there, um, I, 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 I left on wings, wings of hope. Um, it was really, it was an amazing, uh, it was an amazing meeting. And then I, some uh, weeks or even a month later, I got to read the script under the BDI of an armed man. I, I believe he was armed. Um, and it was, it was actually printed on black paper, so I couldn't uh, read a single word. <laughs> that was. But it left a lot to your imagination. <laughs> I'm still fascinated to know how it ends. Um, <laughs> It was, it was absolutely terrific. The script was terrific. Music, and then I, I, I cannot find a single thing wrong. I meant first I could pick on the catering, but even the catering is good. <laughs> so you, since you were, I mean, you've done pretty much, you've done so many different types of comedy, television, film, period pieces. How does this, what was this experience like for you as compared to other stuff that you've done? Big, 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 sort of philosophically big, um, technically big, Dramaturgically, is that even the word? I Let's, anything you say is fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I would have some fun with that, couldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> it was just the, the scale of the thing just boggled the mind. And I have been on some fairly substantial, uh, been lucky enough to be on some substantial projects in my time, but this was, uh, this was mind boggling. And, and my, my mind was duly boggled. <laughs> but, but it's such a delightful group, as you can tell. Yeah, everyone. Well, I want to. I want to ask Brett for a second. Uh, uh, what um, What can you tell us about uh, Casey? Okay. Well, um, you saw. I don't know what you saw there. It was just a teaser. We just saw a little bit of teaser. We saw grab the pen and. Okay. Cool. All right. Great. Great. So I can tell you that I am roughly seventeen. I'm a high school student. You know me well so far. <laughs> I tried out for these touch of pen. I don't see them, but I will get lashed if I say anything wrong. Um, I am a dreamer, and uh, and I get recruited. I am recruited by someone to explore Tomorrowland, and I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you're a Senate subcommittee. You're a Senate. But it must be strange that you know all the stuff that happens and how terrifying it must be. Like any word that comes out might ruin things. Yeah. <laughs> 
already slipped the secret earlier. Luckily, that is controlled by Disney, but um, so I'm just going to stop. So thank you so much for having me. Um, Raffi, what about you? What, what do you? I mean, we know that you're good, sort of, mostly. Sometimes you don't look out for other people, but at the heart, you're good. So what else, what else can you tell us uh, about your character under the watchful gaze of Damon Lindelof and Brad Pitt? <laughs> well, he is, I mean, she can be awful. <laughs> like, she looks out for people, but she doesn't show. I love that you're kind of defending her. I mean, she's fine. She's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry that I have to do this, but I'm legally required by the government that if I get this many awesome people. 
people must think I haven't taken a picture. <laughs> If we were to show something, it should probably have large. 
large amounts of you when you're done. I'm okay with it. Brad's okay with it. All right. And then there was a lot of cheering, and then they showed uh, the big clip that nobody got to see. And, uh, well, we did, <laughs> but nobody else got to see. And, and that was it, and then that, they left. So I, there's no more audio that I can use. Anyway, I hope you guys at least enjoyed that. I hope it gave you a little bit of insight. There's a little comedy in there, and uh, it was kind of cool that George Clooney showed up to his first Comic-Con and all on his honeymoon. So <laughs> anyway, that was that. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the audio. I hope you guys enjoyed the hate mail. I'm going to head out now. So check us out on iTunes. Rate and review us. Not that hard. You just a couple clicks of a button. Give us that five-star review and say whatever the fuck you want in your comments. Uh, we, we'd love to hear it. And get, you know, the more fucking reviews that we have, the better chance we have of getting advertised. And, you know, that means more shows. So, I mean, why wouldn't you want to hear more shows? This is great, right? <laughs> um, I already mentioned the website earlier, so send us the hate mail. Uh, we will read it on the show if you have something interesting to say. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about the destruction of Future World. I guess that's going to technically be our Halloween episode. Uh, what's the date today? Today is the 21st, right? Yep, Halloween episode, because that's the Tuesday before Halloween. So, yeah, ooh, the destruction of Future World. <laughs> and so that'll uh, complete our Epcot destruction, I guess, uh, sequel. I was going to call it a trilogy, but there's only two. Um, anyway, we'll see you next week. I hope you had a good time. I hope you enjoyed, and I don't know, goodbye. Later, fuckers. too sick to goddamn record jesus christ uh i hope you guys are fucking happy Ugh. watch nobody will fucking download this episode anyway son of a bitch everyone wants to hear hate mail simone Ugh. come over record for me please Ugh. fuck you Hi, and what... <coughs>